This is Live from Los Angeles, welcome to the Dr. Aaron Show. We're all about manifestation, transformation, and breakthroughs. It's time to claim your birthright of prosperity, vitality, and love. So grab your tea or coffee because together we're awakening the world. May you live your truth. Are you somebody that's ready to have a money breakthrough by transforming your trauma? Are you ready to claim your birthright of prosperity? Well, then this podcast is for you. We are on a trauma series, understanding how when we transform our trauma, we transform our lives through so the E4 trauma method. Welcome to the Dr. Aaron podcast. We come together to know the truth, live on spiritual principle and align with universal law. We also come together in community in New Thought Global and Society. We recognize that when people awaken, they have a gift and message to bring to the world. When they transform the trauma, they become super powerful. So let's break this on down, you guys. We're in a series of trauma on the E4 trauma method. Breaking it on down today is all about money breakthrough and how trauma really delivers someone to claim their birthright of prosperity. So we have to recognize that money is energy. That's all it is. So when I'm working with clients, uh, it always comes down to trauma work when it comes down to them claiming their birthright of prosperity. So we want to recognize the metaphysics of money first. Money represents energy. Money is created in mind, right? Money itself is completely worthless. Uh, money is a symbol of value. It's an exchange. It's something that we've agreed upon as a culture, right? Money is a collective agreement of an exchange of value. Money itself is worthless and backed by nothing. You guys, money is an illusion. The paper makes up the money is real, but the, the actual, you know, worth of the money, the dollar is worth nothing. Each person has a relationship with money and how one relates to money is a reflection of their own belief system. Money is a symbol of self-worth. Money is a symbol of self-worth, you guys. There are infinite ways to make money. Innovation is the key to creating money, okay? The spirit within is the source of all innovation and abundance. That's why we say we cannot place our power over on money or else we become disempowered in the realm of money. So scarcity or abundance is created in mind, okay? So we have to understand how is trauma, how does trauma stop people from truly having a good relationship with money. It either stops them from being able to make money at all, or sometimes it does the opposite and has people become obsessed with money, but still not be fully empowered in their consciousness. So the journey with understanding how trauma impacts our, our journey with money is uh, hits home for me. So in my in my twenties, I actually saved a million dollars. I actually, actually saved physically a million dollars. Okay. Um, and what happened was early in life, I talk about the trauma that happened to me. It was when, uh, my sister was having a birthday party. I think I was around the age of eight years old and I wanted so badly to go to her birthday party because it, she was going to go ice skating. My mom was going to take us ice skating for her birthday. And the day of her birthday, uh, my sister had called over two friends. We were going to all go ice skating. She, my mom came to me and she said, I'm so sorry. You can't come today. I can't afford to take you and your sister's two friends for her birthday party. So you're going to have to stay home. And I was hysterical again, because, you know, I wanted to go ice skating. It, it was like, I had been so excited about it. And as they were driving off again, I remember being like almost hyperventilating and 
I think she left me with one of her friends that day. And I decided in that moment that I would have money when I grew up. And sure enough, it became a command and a limited identity in that it was not creating from, from being the cause, but rather from being the effect of life. And sure enough, I grew up, I began to wait tables through high school, began to, I bought myself my car. I began to save money. I began to be able to do things. I put myself through, um, through summer college, and then I dropped out to become an entrepreneur. And I ended up um, buying, fixing up starter homes as I was doing my spiritual work on one side of my life, I was uh, saving money. And I ended up saving over a million dollars. But there was a day, there was a day that I actually realized on paper that I actually was worth a million dollars through different investments. And I remember in that moment being shocked because I realized that what I thought my life would look like when I was technically a a millionaire was very different than it was. I was not even 30 yet. And I was still miserable inside. Sure, I had some, you know, decent things on the outside. I owned a home. I was technically a millionaire. I looked gorgeous because I just was this young thing that didn't, I was just a hot mess. I was so sad inside still. I was still completely like lost inside. I was still trying to find my way. And I realized in that moment that becoming a millionaire didn't mean anything. It wasn't going to solve the problems, the real problems. And so, as you guys probably know my journey, then of course, I was already handing it over to all my spiritual work and I did double life. And I decided that I was going to hand my life over to my spiritual work because I realized finally that money was not the path to true fulfillment. And that if I didn't hand myself over to my true passions and what really mattered to me, that I would be broke for the rest of my life spiritually. So hence, decades later, I obviously now train and develop um, people across the globe and help them also in having a money breakthrough through doing the trauma work. So what does this mean exactly? We recognize that money comes down to one thing and one thing only, which is self-worth. And um, so I want to actually talk about three different case studies of clients that I work with around money because they're different and, and also very similar. Okay. So the first client, and I've changed their names for, um, for just, you know, client confidentiality. So Alexa. Alexa was somebody who uh, came, she had a spiritual calling and, but could not figure out how to make money doing what she loved. She was frustrated. She was overwhelmed, a young mother, and um, just stressed out to the max. She had a father who actually, she, she had some trauma with her father with big upsets when she was a little girl. In fact, her father left and she was very upset in an incident where she decided that her father valued money more than her. And she actually realized that the command that she had in the moment of having an actual argument with her father on the phone, uh, realizing that he had 
left her mom, cheated on her mom, and basically was a workaholic. She had the command of, I'm not enough. And in recognizing this, she began to neutralize the trauma and traumas with her father and restore the truth that she was more than enough, that she was worthy of having a career that she loved, that she was worthy of being a mom that was able to provide for her daughter, that she was somebody who no longer declared that money was evil, that she decided that she, that money is love and that money is something that she absolutely can give and receive with ease and grace. And so Alexa today is thriving in her career, having consistent months and um, also has a decent relationship with her father, holding loving boundaries, but unconditionally loving her father. And her daughter is thriving as well and super happy that her mommy is doing what she loves. Oh, I'm going to cry right now. Uh, okay. Next case study was Brian. And Brian, again, different name than true client. Brian was a baller. He had um, jet a jet and um, had a huge company, literally diamonds dripping all over him. And um, I worked with Brian. And, um, what was fascinating as we began to get into his traumas, which he, it was fascinating because usually someone like that, that's thriving so much of what the culture, you know, wants them considers that to be success. They're actually really rarely do their inner work, but Brian began to recognize, he began to almost have like midlife crisis, if you will. He had everything. He had the women, he had the jets, he had the diamonds, he had all that. And he began to feel like something was missing. And I think that his mortality was kind of catching up with him. He began to realize that, you know, that like, this isn't going to last forever. Right. So we began to go into sessions and, um, and what was interesting is there was a few, uh, traumas in his childhood. One of which was an elementary, uh, elementary school teacher. And what happened was she was yelling at him one day in class and she said, you will never amount to anything. And he decided in that traumatic incident, he was super upset in that high frequency commanded into his subconscious mind. I will win. Right. That was his command. I will win. He didn't say it aloud. He said it within the command went in and sure enough, he won, right? Coming from a divided perspective, coming from, you know, um, lack of belief of actually loving your life from a consistent of, you know, no one wins when someone wins over somebody else, right? So he, his command played out in his life with total per precision, because that's what life, that's what the subconscious mind does. That's what commands from trauma does. So he began to win. He began to win by making a lot of money. He began to win by having the jet. He began to win by, you know, uh, having women, which was another big trauma he had was a breakup early on in ninth grade. And he was heartbroken by the breakup. His uh, young girlfriend, um, you know, basically just dated somebody else, like cheated in front of him, basically. And he decided in that moment also that he would win, that he would, you know, become somebody that a woman wouldn't break up with. So this kind of winning formula for himself, the commands through the trauma um, got him what he thought he wanted, which was a big life, lots of money, jets, big cars, lots of women, all the glam, 
but had him bankrupt inside. And so Brian began to, um, to seek deeper relationships. He began to give back in philanthropy. He began to kind of shift. Um, and you wouldn't recognize it from the outside. His life is actually very, very much the same, but inside he has a lot more of a connection to who he is and giving him, giving money back philanthropy wise and having deeper um, relationships. He's in a longer relationship now. And, um, you know, the point is, is that money represents energy. Money is an exchange of our currency. And just because we exchange it in some ways of materialism does not mean that we are exchanging our heart energy, you know, objectifying the world versus coming from a place of giving and serving and loving and expressing the depths of our soul. So Brian has come so far, amazing human being, does great things on this planet, giving back in so many different ways. And so the point is, is that you may think, well, I, you know, have money, therefore I don't need a money breakthrough. Well, money breakthroughs come on all different levels. Sometimes it's because we can't get the money. We can't figure out how to even generate the currency and get in flow with it. Other times we have such currency with it and such flow, but it's not authentic. So we really need to take a look at what your relationship with money and where it's the traumas that are playing out in the relationship with money. So the third case study I want to talk to you about, um, we call her Ange. And Ange had another spiritual calling. She was somebody who was really ready to step into monetizing what she loved to do and bringing her spiritual gifts to the world. And um, what happened in a traumatic incident when she was a little girl is because the thing is money, the traumas that relate to money don't necessarily relate to money. So it's not like you go, oh, you know, let's figure out a money breakthrough. When did you have a traumatic incident with money? It usually has nothing to do with money. It has to do with self-worth. Okay. So Ange had a traumatic incident and what happened was her sister um, actually got in a major bike accident right in front of her, um, which was very traumatizing for her. And she was bike riding with her mom, her sister and her, and her mom was like kind of behind them. And, um, and her sister's like wheel began to get totally out of, it started going swaying all back and forth. Right. She was like biking right next to her sister and her mom, her sister kind of looked at her like with total, like shock, like, oh my God, this is not going to end well kind of thing. And her mom behind her screamed at her. And she said, she said, catch her. And Ange couldn't stop her bike in time and help her sister or grab her sister at the same time as, as, you know, steering her own bike. And she watched her sister tumble down and, you know, into a terrible accident right in front of her. And in that moment, Ange decided it's my fault. Something's wrong with me. And this played out like puppet strings for the rest of her, you know, for whatever, 10 years later, 20 years later, whatever it was. And, um, and she began, she it played out in all areas of her life. It played out of, it's not, it's my fault. So she thought if I have money, then 
I will do harm with it. Right. Or I'll, it'll be my fault. I'll hurt somebody or do something. It was a subconscious like command that was playing out in bizarre, twisted ways. We recognize the universe and the subconscious is precise. So if it's, if the command is, it's my fault, then it will sabotage not even want to be the fault, right? It will just make sure you don't even have the power so that you don't cause somebody to, you know, get hurt, right? Something's wrong with me. So every time she would try and, and create her spiritual calling in and monetize it, she would have the command, something's wrong with me. So she'd make sure that she'd sabotage her success. And so the point is this, is that money, breakthrough in money and trauma has nothing to do with money. It has everything to do with the self-identity and the self-belief and the self-worth. Because the truth is money is just an exchange of your heart. Money is exchange of the value that you bring to the world. Money is exchange of, of, of helping others with their life as well, right? And so I recognize right now the truth of who you are, that the moment you place a negative or positive meaning on anything, you instantaneously have a positive or negative experience. The moment you decide that you're not enough, that the universe just says, and so it is the moment that you place your power out there and you go, I'm not good enough because I don't have enough money, or you place the value that you need to get money instead of generating and innovating and serving the world, you will experience being disempowered. And so I invite you right now to take a look at what limited beliefs you have about yourself? If you would, would you rank yourself on a zero to 10 and your self-worth and your belief in yourself? Or would you say you're not enough and that you, you know, think something's wrong with you or whatever it may be, right? I just know that whatever it is, that the truth is you are prosperity. You are abundance. This is the true nature of who you are. There's infinite, infinite ways of creating and innovating and inventing and putting the elements of the universe into new formulas to create new value that whatever you have in your mindset or skill set, you always can help somebody wherever it is. If you want to get money, you've got to give value, whatever you want that you, wherever you feel like you can't afford it is a lie because it means that you're not using your mind for innovation, money doesn't have to come and just having cash from somebody. There's infinite, infinite abundance. You may give, and somebody may give you a gift in exchange, or there's ways of, you know, calculating. I invite you right now to just look at your life, look at the abundance in your life. Just even if you're able to listen to this podcast, you literally are, you have some kind of technology You're in the top percentage of the world anywhere. I know that I came from a rich dad, poor mom. And I remember thinking both families were messed up, right? One family was rich and they were still bankrupt in their, you know, spirituality. They still were, had healing and traumas and discord in the family. And my mom's family was, was more poor and indigenous in background. They still, again, didn't matter if they had money or not money. The real wealth is our truth. Real wealth is our ability to know who we are and our oneness and making a difference on this planet. That's our real cash flow. And as we give in the flow of our love and our um, buying, you know, assets that, that grow, that that's the universal law also that what we give energy to expands and replicates and duplicates and compounds and leverages. So where are you putting your time and effort? Where are you putting that? And so I recognize in trauma, we have to do our trauma work to be able to first even believe 
that were worthy of having money, worthy of investments, worthy of abundance, worthy of all this. And so I just say, may you know the truth of who you are. May you know the truth of who you are. May you clear your traumas and know your worth. You are worth more than all the gold on this planet. You are worth everything because you are source. You are divine. You are first cause. And just so I say, thank you, thank you, thank you for knowing this truth. If you're ready to do your trauma work and begin your journey, you're welcome to reach out. Social media, I'm drerin.tv. You can also reach out to the website, New Thought Global. We've transformed our um, website that used to be Society into New Thought Global. Um, and just recognizing that there are truths, there are the E4 trauma method, there is work to know. So you can break through all your limited beliefs and claim your birthright of prosperity. As together we say, and so it is. May you live your truth, you guys. Have a beautiful day.